Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back for another thrilling season of Made Man. Have you missed us during the hiatus? Yes, it's been seven days since the first season finale. And here we are picking up exactly where we left off. So much has changed in the off season. Um, I haven't changed at all. It's been seven days and I kind of ran out of ideas of what to say with this. So why don't we just get into it? Friends, Mad Men is back for a second season. Yes, this is still like 10 years ago. But for me, it's happening right now. It is the beginning of the Kennedy years for Mad Men. And there was some of that kind of strewn throughout the episode. Some of them were watching uh, Jackie Kennedy give a tour of the White House on television, which I'm sure was a brand new thing for all of them. Uh, Pete wasn't watching, and he seemed to be watching some adventure show because he's a bit of a, a dullard or a dimwit. Um, but it was just interesting to see their all their fascination with all things Kennedy, which I'm sure was just took the world by storm uh, in those years. But what else was going on in this season? Well, a big thing that surprised us at the end of last season was that Peggy Olsen was, uh, could have been nicknamed Preggy. Oh, bam. Because she surprisingly had a baby that she really didn't want or didn't even know about. And it looks like she pretty much gave it up for adoption. She's back. She's slimmer. And they noticed. They said, whoa, she went away for a few months. She came back slim. Dawn obviously got her knocked up. Pete thinks, oh, obviously she went to a fat farm, wasn't it? I mean, they're all pretty crass in their thinking. But the, the knocked up part, well, the pregnant part, knocked up sounds so classless. The pregnant part, um, <clears throat> pretty, pretty accurate. It just, it wasn't Dawn. It was young Pete. Young Peter, 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 who, at the same time, has a wife who's not very happy at home because everyone else is getting pregnant but me. I want a baby. Peter, give me a baby. I'm not British, but I don't know why I'm talking like this. And Pete's like, um, you know, what do you need kids for? He goes, we don't, what do they have? But we, you know, they don't. Anyway, he was not kind of into it as much as she was. Little does he know that he there is a, a little uh, psychopath Pete Campbell out there. Or half psychopath, I should say. Uh, it was funny because later on they, in a meeting, he asked Peggy, do you even want kids? And she said, do you even want kids? And she's like, uh, eventually, he's like, exactly. And, you know, she knows that the two of them already have a child somewhere out there in the world. <sighs> what else went on in this episode? Well, let's talk about Peggy. There's a big noticeable difference. First of all, obviously, she's not pregnant anymore. Um... But there's a difference in her demeanor, in her, uh, she's more confident. And she should be because she is not just considered Peggy, the, the secretary anymore. She's Miss Olsen, copywriter. Uh, she has her own little part of it. She has her own office area. It's not her office, but she shares an office with someone else and eventually a copy machine. Uh, she's in on meetings. She speaks up more. And when some of the secretaries call her Peggy, Joan is like, that's Miss Olsen. And uh, Joan, seems to, Joan seems to run the office as far as corralling all the, the secretaries, making sure things are in the right spot, and making sure people get their proper respect, including Peggy. Now that she is 
in the position she's in, Joan is like, you got to respect that, which I thought was interesting. Joan seems to be dating someone else now, not, uh, not our, our friend Roger Sterling, who's back. He's back. Uh, he was in it a little bit. He was in a moment where he, he got to see Peggy and just kind of, you know, check in on her. But it looks like they're done, at least for now. Uh, and then later he came in to drink with Don because they, they were told, he was told once that if you drink alone, you're an alcoholic. So he goes in with Don to drink with in there. Therefore, he's not alone. Therefore, it's not an alcoholic. Really, the way he delivers his lines, he's the best. He is the best. There was another, oh, in that part also, um, he uh, talked to Don about bringing in some younger blood. Uh, Don doesn't see it as, you know, uh, as smart as Duck sees it. Duck, not Puck. Sorry, Greg. Duck. Um, who I didn't realize was going to be sticking around. I thought I thought he was only there while Roger was not there, but I misunderstood something. So Duck wants to uh, attract a coffee crowd. Um, he wants to get this coffee account, and he wants to attract younger people to coffee because young people don't drink coffee anymore. Oh, if he only knew what goes on in the world now. Um, they all drink Pepsi. And... He was thinking, if you bring young people in, we'll get younger uh, mindset, and it'll attract younger people to the coffee and the account. And apparently, the guys that we see, Kinsey, Pete Campbell, the other guys, um, aren't young enough. So they end up bringing in a couple young guys on a, from a list that Kinsey actually created. Brought in these two guys. One was German, French, I don't know. And the other one was a young go-getter, and they... They showed their their uh, ideas. I don't know if we're going to see them again. I'm not sure. But um, everyone was kind of threatened by the fact that they were there. Uh, interesting. I guess they're, that's... But that's what Duck, Mr. Duck, wants. So... Uh, and, actually, Pete... Uh, uh, Don really wasn't into it. And Duck's like, you know, not every thought... Is, not everything is done your way or something like that. Just because you think it doesn't make it right. I forget. He said something which kind of insulted Don. But uh, at the same time, you know, he was basically saying, you know, not everything. Your ideas aren't always the right ideas. Um, let's see. What else? One? I, I mean, I, fin I literally just finished it. And there was a lot going on in this episode. Oh, yeah. Watching uh, Kennedy was Sal and he was with a woman. So... You know, I don't know if he's dating this girl, if he's still, he's obviously still kind of closeted to a degree. I'm um, just going to leave that at that for now. Uh, oh, I can't remember the character's name, but he's the guy who slept with his secretary last year and ended up living in the office. Now he's got a child on the way. So obviously his wife took him back and he made sure to, to, to lock in that, that deal and, and say, here's a baby, baby. There was a lot of Betty in this episode. Uh, Betty is now um, riding horses. Um, it was she was riding horses with a woman, and the woman was tell after the woman was telling her that her daughter's been hoarding nickels and not getting lunch. And the the Betty's thought was, well, it's good she's watching what she's eating. There's a kid. There's all these little digs. Uh, I feel like at at her daughter Sally, like of of you know, like she should be eat. She shouldn't be eating as much. Hey, she jumps on Don's lap and he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if that's if that's me reading into things too much or if it's real. But 
I just thought that was uh, that was interesting. And then uh, Betty and Don end up having a date night on Valentine's Day, and uh, they go to a hotel. They go to a restaurant, and I am almost positive that I've seen uh, the gang from Sunday in Philadelphia eat at this restaurant multiple times. It just looks very familiar. Uh, so they eat in this restaurant, and she runs into an older friend, Juanita, who is with this old dude. And he did not look like he wanted to be in this conversation. He wanted to be as far away from these people as possible and just be with Juanita. Because Juanita, as Don calls her, is a party girl. And uh, she's like, how do you know about this? And he's just like, what do you think, I'm stupid? Basically, she's a prostitute. She's a call girl. Uh, and she's there helping this guy who is from Detroit in the auto business. He's obviously in town for business. And he's in town. And she's giving him the business. Waka waka. Uh, but... They end up uh, eating after dinner. They say, let's get a room. Or Don already has a room. They go up and uh, Betty gets in this like nighty or this negligee or whatever you want to call it, lingerie. And I was like, whoa, Betty. Uh, but it wasn't enough for, for Don. It wasn't enough for Don. He, uh, he couldn't perform. He could not perform. And she was making excuses. We drank too much. We ate too much. But I feel like with... Uh, with Rachel Mencken, that wouldn't be an issue. But she wasn't in this episode. We don't know where she is. Um, it looks like Don's trying to be a nice husband. I mean, Betty's, they've had this big sweeping romantic moment where Betty comes down the stairs and it fades in and there's Don's face. And Don lights up when she's in her lingerie and Don's home early when she's out uh, picking up Sally and their car breaks down. And that's a weird thing happened there. I feel like Betty thought um, that her prostitute old friend life was like a, almost adventurous to the point where she wondered if she could get away with something like that with the, uh, with the mechanic. She only had $3. The guy said it was going to be $9. And she's like, you know, is there anything I can do? Well, she didn't say it like that, but she's like, is there any way we could work this out? And... The guy was a subtle creep, but not fully creepy. He took the money, but he held her hand for a moment. He kind of it was flirty, but he didn't go all out, um, you know, creepazoid. And I wonder if he tried a little bit, would Betty go for it? Because, again, I don't think Betty's really all there mentally, you know. She didn't give any children her hair in this episode, but there's always a chance that'll happen. If, you're, if you are with a child and Betty Draper is there, there is a chance she will chop off some of that hair and give it to your creepy child. And think nothing of it. And then she'll go outside and shoot birds. I'm trying to think what else happened in this episode. I feel like, um, I mean, we got Pete Campbell. He, you know, was with his, his wife, who's very jealous of the fact that other people have babies. I said that already. He's also more interested in the chocolate that he gave her than the conversation they're having. And... You know, he's, he wasn't even watching the Kennedy stuff. He was watching some stupid TV show while eating the chocolate alone. Uh, Don Draper, you know. Don Draper is obviously, he's always having a crisis of, of like, conscious, conscience and just identity. Uh, and it looks like he's starting, he was starting to feel like, at the end of the last episode, he was sad on the steps, um, you know, at the end of the season, all alone. This episode, he seemed like he's trying to be a little more present with his family so far. Uh, but then in the end of the episode, he, um, early on in the episode, he was eating lunch at a bar. And he, um, 
was some guy was reading a thing called like meditation for you some whatever the book was it was like a little small little book of poetry or something and um he asked the guy a little bit about it and later on we see him reading the exact same thing and then towards the end of the episode he he takes that book writes a note that made me think of you d puts it in an envelope and mails it we don't know who he mails it to but he doesn't sign it dawn which means it's trying to be a little secretive to me it's going off to rachel mankin that's my thought who else would it be going to um because that is the one that is the woman he i think he really has a passion for so as much as he looked like he was trying to be a little more present for betty and the kids uh he, uh, you know, he still, his fire still burns for Rachel. And uh, it was funny, the, he came home, he was with his son, he pours himself a drink and he says to uh, the housekeeper, the babysitter, nanny, you want me to give you a ride home? She's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. So he's, she, she's even understanding, yeah, maybe we shouldn't mix alcohol and driving. And he's still like, hey, how's it going? Because remember last season, they let um, Roger Sterling just drive home like a mess. God, what else happened in this episode? A lot, I feel like a lot happened, and I feel like I've just I've covered most of it already. Uh, there was the account, the major account um, that they talked about this time was an airline, Mohawk Air, and Kinsey's. All his ideas were like Indian American Indian puns, um, and then Don talked about maybe sex selling with short skirts so peggy and sal put something together and then he had a change of heart where he was more focused on the girl he, it's again there's that sentimentality his daughter made him some macaroni out for for valentine's day he was looking at that uh he even put that on top of the uh, ad the little mock-up of the ad and that was you know that seemed to be what pulled him more it's like it's not about it's about sentimentality without being sentimental or something like that um it's not you know people think monkeys can do this but it's about what making them feel like you you think they should feel and peggy came up with a thought of you know what did you bring me daddy making it more personal making it more family uh and i think he enjoyed that he ran with it then she went back to her uh, her office and it was filled with a copy machine that that joan eventually put in there I, my friends did i did i cover everything i feel like i did i i i you know, I'm going all over the place in the episode, but that's because I think of the character and what happened with that character. And, oh, Don went to the doctor for his first physical in a while. Basically, he only went because of insurance. He admitted to drinking. Uh, the guy got it out of him. He admitted, you know, to smoking two packs a day but cutting down. Uh, and his, his blood pressure was really high. And the guy gave him some medicine for blood pressure and medicine for relaxation. And who knows what that's going to do. Yeah, I think I think that is it. Betty talking to her her friend there, smoking and talking about uh, they're always smoking, talking about um, you know that call girlfriend. Um, they used to be models together and how they you know they had the same dreams and now Betty's living this life and this girl's living that life. Yeah, I think I covered everything. Can you believe it? I, I kept my promise. This has been going on every week since August. Uh, right? Was it August? I don't know. Something like that. And we've kept it up every episode of Mad Men, every Friday. Yeah, sometimes they come out later in the day, but trust me, I'm working on it. It's still happening. There's a, I have to tell you, the thing that's distracting me is I'm doing some freelance work and 
there's World Series of baseball. So every night there's something else for me to do besides sit down and watch a Mad Men. Now, yes, I'm thinking to myself, someday I should sit down and watch three Mad Men and do three episodes and then save them. I have yet to do that. I have yet to pile up any episodes. Every episode I've done, I've done every week on a Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. But I want to thank you for listening, and I want to thank you for subscribing. You can find us um, at anchor.fm slash mademen, at fansnotexperts.com slash mademen. We are Twitter at mademenpod, Facebook, Fans Not Experts. The website is fansnotexperts.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Anchor. We're on Google Play. We're basically anywhere you can find podcasts. If you search Made Man or Mad Men Podcast, you should be able to find us. But guess what? You've already found us. So if you're listening, go tell a friend. You know what? Go make a friend. Spend a little time with them. Don't make a friend just to tell them about the podcast. Give it a few minutes, maybe a, a, couple, a few weeks, and then just subtly throw it in there like, Hey, Johnny. You like Mad Men? Johnny would be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, I like Mad Men. Well, I got something for you. Come here. And then he brings him over to the computer. He's like, what do you got? And he's like, look at this, Johnny. And he types in www.fansnotexperts.com slash Mad Men. Johnny's like, what's this? And he's like, listen to this. Listen to this. It's a podcast. You ever listen to podcasts? Johnny's like, I don't know what a podcast is. And then he teaches them all about podcasts. And then they become really friends. Gets them to subscribe to the, to the podcast. And then screw Johnny. We don't need him anymore. As long as he's subscribed, we don't care what happens to Johnny. He is irrelevant. The important thing is the subscriptions. Damn it. Now, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the iTunes reviews, uh, Mr. Morris, and my, 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 my wonderful cousin, who I don't like to compliment in any way. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, look, thank you for coming on this adventure as we continue on. Week by week, episode by episode, season by season, as I take that journey to become a made man. Go Sox! Fans not experts.